0: The training camp schedule for the Indianapolis Colts is going to be released at 6 o'clock today. So we're going to know when we get to go out to camp at Grand Park and take a look at stuff, which is growing more and more rare in the NFL. More teams are doing it at their facility, not going to a camp. Not having fun with fans and having fans able to sit and watch. So we really appreciate the opportunity that the Colts afford us in going out and watching. Who are we going to want to watch? We will talk about that. Cole, Charles, how are you both? Hey, I want to mention, before we go any farther or further, my Twitter feed got hacked. It's gone. Now it says, Mr. Beast, I don't understand what's happened. So I created a new one. In the description of this video right now is the link to a new Twitter feed that I am launching. And you know what? This is going to be cleaner and I I don't know how many people were really like actually following out of the 15,500. Right now I think I've got four people following. So if you want to follow, follow. I appreciate it. It's fun. It's a good way to connect with people. I enjoy it. You enjoy it. So if you want to follow, follow. I appreciate it. Mr. Beast might, although he hadn't posted, whoever Mr. Beast is, I, I don't know who that person is. It's a bit of a pain in the ass, but it's something that we all deal with in social media. And I will recover. I have recovered. I've moved on. Um, all right. We're also going to talk about a comparison between Saquon Barkley and Jonathan Taylor. Saquon Barkley is going through right now what Jonathan Taylor is likely to go through in a year. I do not believe that the Colts are going to extend Jonathan Taylor prior to this season because it would be stupid, fundamentally dumb business should the Colts do that. And they are not dumb people. The Colts aren't responsible for the CBA as it exists. The Giants aren't responsible for it. So they and they're not really gonna benefit from it. They're going to spend money, they're not just they're not going to spend it on Saquon Barkley and Jonathan Taylor. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit. We'll also talk about free agency in the NBA and whether the Pacers should use some of their cash. And they got like thirty-two point two million of practical cap space and eighteen million under the floor. So they got money to spend, but should they do it through trade or Should they do it through just raw, like spending, free agency? I think they should trade. Now I'm going to tell you why, and then we're going to, you know, we can do it right now. Bob Knight is alive and well. He watched a workout today in Bloomington. There was a rumor of Bob Knight's demise. That was debunked this afternoon. And to our pleasure, uh, it's good to know Bob Knight still getting after it at, at practice, getting after it, watching a practice auditing as he is able to do at this point so good news about bob knight all right the eight people who are most interesting to watch oh this is inside indiana sports now for tuesday june 27th 2023 brought to you by the great people at johnson's plumbing give them a call jared johnson help me my pipes is clogged what Oh, wrong number. I should have dialed 765-610-8809. I, uh, please excuse the call. That's how you get a hold of Jared Johnson, 765-610-8809. Smash that subscribe button, punch the like button, follow me on Twitter, and if you want to make a super thanks, you're uh, you're super welcome. All right, the eight guys that we are going to want to watch most closely out of camp, and a lot of this is health-related, and trying to get a gauge on where these guys are, and I think you know where I'm going here. Number one, though, is Anthony Richardson. Like, forget about it. We're all going to watch Anthony Richardson, and you are going to be rewarded in watching Anthony Richardson, because you are going to see some serious she. He, he can flat fling the pigskin, he can run, and when he runs, you're like, ooh, hey now, that's different. That's what you do. And he has a lot of fun as he plays. You are going to like him immediately. He has charisma. He has speed. He has an arm. It seems we're going to find out the kind of brain that can learn, process, and then uh, move forward. So the mistakes he makes and what you're going to like too, I think, we're going to watch his decision making. And not just whether he makes mistakes in the decision-making, but what kind of mistakes he makes. Because I think he's making mistakes on purpose. And I think he's being coached into aggression in practice that is going to extend into camp workouts. What he is doing is he is trying to throw into tight windows to see what kind of tight windows he can squeeze the ball into. That's what he's doing. So that he knows in games whether he can get the ball in there or not. He's doing that now. He's not playing it safe. In practice, So I anticipate he is going to throw a ton of picks in workouts. So he learns from them in the workouts and doesn't have to learn from them on September 10th at Lucas Oil Stadium against the Jaguars. You watch. All right, number two, Shaq Leonard. we got to find out whether he's ambulatory. Can he play? Can he raise hell defensively like he did a couple of years ago when he forced 12 turnovers? We're going to find out during camp. If he's not practicing, that is not a good sign. If they hold him out periodically, I don't worry about that. But if he's flat, just inactive, that's not a good sign. Jonathan Taylor, we are going to watch his health, and we're going to watch his speed to see if he's lost any since the high ankle sprain and the, uh, the surgery that followed to kind of declutter his ankle area. Juju Brentz, can he recover after getting beat? Does he have recovery speed? Does he have recovery ability? Everybody gets speed, especially rookies. Is he going to be able to recover as a cornerback, starting cornerback in the NFL? And if he can't, if he's too slow to get there, what do you have, 4'5", 340 at the combine? Ooh, that's not good. You've got to be able to recover. Everybody makes mistakes, but who's got the speed, the length, the height to be able to recover? He's got the uh, height and the length. Does he have the speed? Brent Freeland. Is he going to work with the ones at right tackle at all? We are going to keep a close eye on that. The BYE rookie, because Braden Smith might just slide in at right guard. Michael Pittman Jr., we want to see health, but we also want to see a connection between he and Anthony Richardson. Can those guys get on the same page? If they can get on the same page, you got something. Uh, Samson Ekebaum, Ekebaum. Uh, can he beat tackles? Uh, one of the interesting things, one of the things that I always watch at camp, and I find it interesting, and not so many people watch, so you can't, the one-on-one drills between the offensive linemen and the defensive linemen. When you've got the uh, the ends, the edge guys, going up against the tackles, who wins those battles? Will Samson win those battles? How about Quiddy Pay? How about Daya Odengbo? How about Tyquan Lewis? How about all the guys who are going to play at the edge or have a chance to? Those are interesting matchups. And it's interesting, too, to then watch Brent Freeland and see how he does against those edges. Uh, and then Josh Downs. we got to find out. Health, hands, all that stuff. Explosiveness in space whether he's been able to develop, despite his injury, a little bit of a connection, a little chemistry with Anthony Richardson. That's going to be interesting. All right, let's talk about Saquon Barkley. He has been franchised. He's got the Giants and and Barkley have until July 17th to figure out whether they want a long-term deal or not and at what price. The Giants have franchised Saquon Barkley, which means $10.09 million dollars for this one year that's done all right what can happen until july 17th or through july 17th is they can shred that and they can do a long-term deal with the giants do that why would they maybe because saquon barkley is making noise like he'll sit but would saquon barkley have the temerity to say no to 10.1 basically million dollars in salary and sit one of his prime seasons. Does that help elevate his value next year when he becomes a free agent again? And the Giants have to decide whether they want to franchise him yet again, which they can for about $12.1 million in all likelihood, might be a little bit more going to be very interesting to see, and it's interesting to us, not because we give a damn less about the Giants, but because Jonathan Taylor is likely to go through the same thing. Why in the world would the Colts sign Jonathan Taylor to an extension? Here, Here is kind of where uh, you get some objectivity in this discussion as you compare Barkley and Taylor. Taylor's only been around for three years. Barkley's been around for five. Barkley... About 200 carries more than Taylor over those years, Barkley lost all but two games of a season because he got hurt. Uh, Barkley 5.0 or 4.5 yards per carry. Taylor 5.1 yards per carry over the course of his career. Um, Taylor averaging 89.3 yards per game. And Barkley, 70.8 yards per game. Now, Barkley has been a more productive receiver out of the backfield. But you give me a choice between those two, I take Taylor all day long and twice on Sunday. We'll see what the Colts do. I would not sign. Why would you sign him to an extension? You have him under contract this year. The The franchise tag would be next year, probably $10.2, 10500000 million. And then you could franchise them again in year six at about $12.5 million. Why would you not do that? Running backs, you turn them like that. They got Jonathan Taylor with the second-round pick. Why not just continue to underpay Taylor so you can overpay someplace else overpay another position or pay fairly at another position and go get another running back after the 2025 season. That's what they did basically with Falk. That's what they did basically with Edge. They signed Edge as a, uh, a tag guy. They tagged him for a year and then let him go. And what happened to the Colts? They won a Super Bowl. That's what they did. All right. Uh, And why would the Giants roll over? I don't think the Giants are built that way. Giants aren't going to roll over in this thing. Uh, Pacers, free agent hunt starts Friday at 6 o'clock. And we love Jonathan Taylor. I love him. I think it's really interesting how fans are like, you've got to pay him. Are you out of your mind? You've got to pay Jonathan Taylor. He's worth that money. Why? Why is he worth that money? I don't understand the indignation from fans about the Colts saying, look, we didn't make up the CBA, you made up the CBA. And and, and, like the league did, all the owners and all the players and Roger Goodell and everybody got together and they decided this was the way it was going to work. You can franchise guys and there's a formula to determine the value at each position. The value of a running back is less than anywhere else on the field other than special teams, and that's just the way it is. Nothing you can do about it. Not now. You can negotiate it out of the next CBA, but until then, you're stuck, and that's the way it goes. Um, Good running back. Tell me about it. Tell me about what a good running back is. And I love Jonathan Taylor, and he is really good. But when Edron James was allowed to leave, what did you think then? What Bill Polian do? He drafted Joe Adai. Super Bowl champions. That's the one banner that hangs. Meaningful banner that hangs from the ceiling at Lucas Oil Stadium after they said ta-ta-ta-tell to edge. Uh, pacers, look, if you've got Halliburton, if these guys are healthy for 82 games, Halliburton, Matherin, Healed, uh, Walker, and and you've also got you've got Jalen Smith and you've got uh, um, Isaiah also Isaiah Jackson at the four five and Miles Turner can you win forty five games with that group if you can does it make any sense at all to sign somebody like Harrison Barnes does that make any sense I don't think it makes any sense I think if you do anything it's a trade you trade healed and you go get somebody who's going to cost you a lot of money because healed, that's $20 million coming off the books. So you got thirty-two. You can go get virtually anybody in the league that somebody would, you know, willingly get shut of, and you give up a number one or whatever the hell you got to do. But you want to make a trade like that for a dynamic playmaker who's going to absolutely elevate you, do that. I don't believe in the other way because, like, given those five starters – Are you going to get from Harrison Barnes, are you going to get like an upgrade, a serious upgrade over anybody as a starter? If he plays the three or the four, are you going to get an upgrade over Heald or or Walker? I don't think so. And and maybe that's writing checks that Walker is incapable of cashing at this point. I don't know. And to wrap things up again, Bob Knight alive, well, watching a workout today. He did not die. So there you go. And I'm sure this isn't the last time we're going to hear unpleasant rumors about Bob Knight and, and the possibility that he's he's passed on. We know he's dealing with some health uh, challenges, and, and that's the way it is. So there you go. Um, tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. It's an Optimism Wednesday. If you want optimism, if you think that this was too dire, that this is just too unpleasant, Talking about Jonathan Taylor in this way, that he's not worth the money, and they're going to franchise tag him, and my head's going to explode. Tomorrow, it's all optimism. Optimism Wednesday. I look forward to talking to you then. If news breaks, we'll break it here. That's what we do. YouTube Shorts. Follow on Twitter. Let's go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile,